Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bachelor Nation, you know JoJo from ABC's Bachelorette and CNBC's Cash Pad. Now she's teaming up with DSW to share her favorite shoes of the summer. From white sneakers to on-trend sandals and platforms, there's something for every style and for everything on your calendar. Head to DSW.com to shop all of JoJo's picks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and it is time for another Friday edition of Here for the Right Reasons. We are running down some of the biggest news stories of the week, including some drama with coronavirus-related business loans. Never thought I'd be talking about that on this podcast. Um, But first, I want to give a little preview of what to expect from next week's episode of The Bachelorette. It will be week five for Katie Thurston. I feel like a lot of the drama is, you know, has come and gone. We got rid of Thomas. We got rid of Carl. We got rid of Cody. And we added Blake. And of course, there's still going to be a little bit of drama. But I think we're going to start getting to the meat of Katie's relationships with these guys. And this is the official episode description for the Monday, July 5th episode of The Bachelorette. 14 remaining suitors are ready to finally put the drum behind them and focus on getting quality time with Katie until Tasha stops by to drop the bomb that there are actually 15 men hoping to capture Katie's heart and Blake will be joining them in the house. Later on the massive group date, Bachelor Nation favorites Wells Adams and Franco stop by to introduce and commentate on an intense game of America's hottest new sport, bashball. But when more than egos end up getting bruised, Katie steps in and stands up for her guys, ending the game early and giving everyone the attention they deserved. Later, Katie and Andrew S. have an important conversation about their future, and one guy gets greedy with Katie's time. At the end of the night, a rose ceremony will bring Katie one step closer to hopefully finding her match. So Wells will be on the episode of The Bachelorette. He is hosting this game that he actually invented called Bashball. I know that because I spoke to Wells, um, and you will hear that on Tuesday's episode of Here for the Right Reasons. He gave some fun little insight about what he saw on the episode. There is an injury. Medics are called, you guys. I can't give it away, but that's always fun. You know, it's no survivor, but there was an injury on this week's episode or next week's episode of The Bachelorette. So that'll be fun to watch when it all plays out. Before we get into the big headline of the PPP loans, Katie was on Vile Files this week, Nick Files podcast. And if you didn't listen, I just wanted to give you a quick little summary of some of the stuff she said. So regarding the most recent episodes, she did note that she had no idea about Andrew S. and Trey fighting over whether to tell her about Thomas. She watched that back um, and said she thinks really highly of both of them and was really surprised to see them disagreeing about whether to tell her about Thomas. And she also went really hard on Thomas, you guys. Katie made it very clear that she thinks it would be a terrible idea 
for anyone in Bachelor Nation to date Thomas on Paradise, Paradise or otherwise. Nick Vile kept trying to say like, well, what if, you know, the show brought out the worst in him? Or what if he, you know, the guys ganged up on him and he admitted to being The Bachelor, which is, you know, wanting to be The Bachelor, which is not necessarily a bad thing. And he was trying to like stand up for Thomas almost a little too much. And Katie was just shutting him down. She was like, absolutely not. Quote, if I wanted to keep Thomas, I would have. My connection with him was more sexual than mental or emotional. He said all the right things and I wish they showed it, but I questioned him very early on. I was like, no guy is this perfect. My intuition was like, I don't know about this guy. And the second Trey said what he said, I was like, boom, I've been thinking about this for weeks. She also revealed that Thomas admitted to her during that lengthy conversation, I think we only saw part of it, admitted to her that he was mean to Trey, which Trey didn't even tell Katie. And she said it didn't come from Trey. But I guess Thomas just started admitting things because he felt so guilty and he didn't know why these guys hated him. So he was just admitting to things left and right, she said. And they only really showed the bachelor part of it. So there was definitely more to the Thomas story than we saw as you guys know, I've been calling him Josh Murray 2.0 since the beginning. The manipulation thing is certainly falling in that line. We saw how that worked out in Paradise for Josh and Amanda. Not great. Um, but I can tell you, I mean, spoiler, if you don't want to know, Thomas will be in Paradise. And he is going to be in a relationship with a significant Bachelor Nation alum. I don't want to give too much away because who knows if it's even true what we're hearing. But I do know for a fact Thomas will be in Paradise. And I think it's going to be really interesting when these quotes – um, you know, they're going to stay with him. I wonder how he feels about Katie saying, quote unquote, I'm nervous for any women who interact with Thomas. Honestly, he's a smooth talker. I wouldn't be surprised if he recycles some lines with me on these women. Good luck to them. She was being like intense. Um, and there was some talk online about people being like, was she too mean to Thomas in her goodbye? Um, I talked about that a little bit with Elise on Tuesday's episode and Nick told Katie that he felt like the guys were lying to her about everything with Thomas, but she is saying that everything she heard from him was warranted of calling him mean and rude and whatever she said in that exit. She said, quote, if he's on paradise, I don't care who he's with. I'm going to be like, watch out girl. Thomas for his part has not commented on this as far as I've seen, but he did post. Well, that was a whirlwind. Thankful for the experience and the lessons that came with it. All the support pouring out means the world and I have nothing but love for all of you. So there's some love for Thomas. There you go. Katie also was asked about Blake. She is, you know, they are still maintaining that their conversation was strictly platonic. She did reveal on Vile Files that it was a video message, actually, that he sent her. Um, quote, they send these videos. By they, she means, like, apparently, I guess, the guys from Clarentatious season or past alums send, sent videos to Matt James girls. And she made it seem like everyone does this, but I don't know if this is true. They send videos because they disappear, so there's no evidence. You send one video like, hey, just want to say you did really good on Matt's season. Good luck. And then the video disappears. There's no evidence. So no offense to Blake, but he was one of like a bunch of them who had done it, either me or the other girls. So I was like, whatever. They're testing the water. He wasn't very obvious about his intentions. She confirmed. She sent the video back, but insisted their conversation didn't go very far. I don't know, guys. I think it's going to be one of those things that in a couple of years we're going to get more information about these DMs. I just don't buy it. She seemed way too excited to see him. Their connection was instant. It felt like what I said on Tuesday's episode of that giddiness of having talked to someone and finally getting to see them at school on Monday. Um, I think there's more to the story, but Katie and both Blake are insisting there's not. Um, it should be really interesting to see how far he goes on the season. Um, Greg came up a lot during the interview because Nick was, you know, bringing up how he thinks he's the front runner. Katie was, you know, trying to downplay it, saying she was still very open to all the guys at that time. He didn't ask her about this like and unliked meme, which I thought was interesting because I know they recorded after that. Um, I don't know if he was, you know, not allowed to or 
if he just doesn't care. But I personally feel like there's still something to him liking her liking that meme, you guys. Um, this other quote I wanted to read real quick I thought was really interesting um, when asked about how quickly she's kind of eliminating guys. Because Us Weekly did break the news. They um, ended the season early. Like it was wrapped prematurely. And Katie reluctantly confirmed that to Nick. Um, and she said, I'm going to make decisions and all of a sudden, like, there's no guys left. That's not on me. That's on casting, you know? If they're going to bring shitty guys on there, that's not on my end, which I kind of loved that quote for Katie. She also confirmed she got her heart broken. And while teasing the ending, she said, the end gets crazy. It's, like, not traditional at all. And I'm like, what the F is happening? Bachelor Nation, you know JoJo from ABC's Bachelorette and CNBC's Cash Pad. Now she's teaming up with DSW to share her favorite shoes of the summer. Weddings, vacations, and plans with friends are officially a thing again, which means it's time to give your closet a refresh. And you know, start wearing things that aren't sweatpants. From white sneakers that look good with everything to on-trend sandals and platforms that pair perfectly with sundresses, there's something for every style and for everything on your calendar. Head to DSW.com to shop all of JoJo's picks. So in the season for the rest of the rest of season preview that will air at the end of Tuesday's episode, you will see a lot or in a Monday's episode, you will see a lot of crying and Katie questioning people. Greg gets emotional, um, a lot of making out, but also a lot of crying and running away. So I'm thinking potentially Greg's sister got so defensive of her, him in the comments of that meme we talked about because she knows something's to come on for Greg's edit on this show. I don't know that for sure. It's just a guess. Um, but this week's episode definitely feels like the middle part. And then post that, it will be go time for Katie and the rest of her season. Um, before we go and you enjoy your holiday weekend, I wanted to talk about this, this lone drama. Um, if you didn't see it, Tasha Adams, Colton Underwood, Ari Langdick Jr., and Lauren Burnham, his wife, and Dale Moss caught, caught some heat this week for – um, filing for PPP loans. These are the government small business loan pr- loan program that was created amid the coronavirus pandemic. Um, I'm not an accountant, but um, these this was created to help small businesses not be able to to be able to pay their employees during COVID-19 when they were closed. So obviously, you know, Tasha Colton, Ari Lauren, they are influencers and they have businesses. Um, Colton is a little bit of an exception here because his was for his charity. Um, Colton received 11 grand for his nonprofit, the Colton Underwood Legacy Foundation. And he is rep said in a statement that he filed for the PPP loan after their annual fundraising events were canceled due to COVID. He never received any form of payment from the foundation. All the proceeds go directly to people living with cystic fibrosis. Then Colton took to Instagram stories and got aggressive quick. Quote, my nonprofit filed for a PPP because we canceled our cherry events for this year. We help people live with CF and I don't make a dime for my nonprofit. Please stop lumping me in with The Bachelor. I don't F with them and they don't anymore and they don't F with me, point blank. I mean, sorry, homie, but like less than two years ago, you were The Bachelor. So I just don't think you can escape this narrative. It's why you have a platform. It's why you have a Netflix show coming out. So maybe don't get so pressed so quickly. Um, I totally get it. It's your nonprofit. You know, you can get defensive about that, but don't let me in with The Bachelor. It's never going to stop. So Godspeed. Taisha caught a lot of heat. Um, her 
Tasha Adams Media, which is her company, collected 20 grand. And her statement said, as a business owner, television and podcast host and brand ambassador, Tasha obtained a PPP loan that enabled her to hire employees, someone who was previously unemployed, to whom she offers market-based pay and benefits. Since exhausting the PPP loan funds, but in light of the growing economy, Tasha is committed to retaining her employee for the foreseeable future. So what's confusing about the Tasha thing is that it seems like she hired this person during Corona and then got the loan to pay them versus it was supposed to be existing employees. It's also interesting because, um, you know, Nick Vile pointed out and a few other bachelor people that, you know, they can probably make this 20 grand pretty easily on an Instagram out of their own. Um, you know, it, it's definitely an interesting career influencer, right? And there's, you have to get technical and file trademarks and business stuff, but at this in taxes and everything, but at the same time, you can make that money back very quickly. So to take money from the government amid the global pandemic is a choice. It's not illegal, totally legal what they did, by the way. No one is saying it's illegal. It's legal, but it just is a little, you know, it's a choice, I think is the best way to say it. Um, Ari and Lauren, in my opinion, kind of the worst one. And I actually really like Ari and Lauren. When I spoke to Lauren, I thought she was really sweet. They obviously just welcomed their twins. Um, but this is absurd. Um, they gr- got 20 grand, um, did not comment, by the way, for their LLC Instagram husband. So that just seems straight up like, you know, for being influencers because they knew they could. I don't know. Pretty sketchy. Um, Dale Moss, Claire's fiance or maybe fiance, who knows, was also granted 20 grand, but hasn't received the funds yet, according to the online database, which is public information. Some people were confused why the media knew this information. It's it's out there. It's part of being a public figure. This was Nick's tweet that kind of caused it all. I don't know. This is turning into the Nick Vile show. Um, what's, il- what's legal isn't always right. What's illegal isn't always wrong. Don't know what everyone's situation, but my gut tells me any alum applying for a PPP is both savvy and shitty interesting debate. Um, he also got into a huge back and forth with Chris Randone. Um, Chris Randone's statements were public information. Yes, but to speculate and judge, let alone say it's unethical, is completely out of line from anyone. If anyone is upset, be upset with your government for allowing many who you perceive to having money, even having the ability to access such funds. Chris Bukowski chimed in and said it's a broken system, but that doesn't mean it needs to be taken advantage of by people who don't have a financial burden. To which Chris Van Doan clapped back, that's a flat-out projection that holds no truth or validity. Unless you're their personal accountant and know that their true financial situation, then this is nothing more than people projecting based off what they know on Instagram. Many fake it on, on, on IG, trust me. Yeah, things got pretty like intense on Twitter between these guys. I air a little bit more on the how you could make that money pretty quickly doing a flat tummy tea ad, you know what I mean? But interesting debate nonetheless, interesting twist for Bachelor Nation to be tied up in coronavirus loan drama, um, always keeping us on our toes. As always, thank you for tuning in to Here for the Right Reasons and come back on Tuesday for a recap of Monday's episode of The Bachelorette. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. 
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.